take these diet pills, use this wrap, chug this magic shake, cook yourself boring separate meals from your family, do more cardio, eat less, cut out every food that you love. You just need more willpower and motivation. Misery is necessary. These are the messages that traditional dieting tell us. But the truth is, losing weight and getting fit doesn't have to be so damn hard, time-consuming, or draining. Seven years ago, I said, screw this, and I decided to go on a journey to find a better way. Now I'm in the best shape of my life after two kids, and I look and feel better in my 30s than I did in my 20s, and I have also helped save other moms from these old-school methods of weight loss and fitness. My mission is to help you break up with traditional dieting and fitness nonsense, to create a happy and sustainable healthy lifestyle, to strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself, to help you unleash your inner and outer strong mom. So throw out everything that you thought you knew about fitness and nutrition and come with an open mind. I'm Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach for moms, and this is the Mom is the New Strong Show. Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to be talking about midnight munchies. <laughs> so are you somebody that feels like you do really good all day making these healthy choices and you're proud of yourself and then at the end of the day like everything goes to shit right you just feel like you just can't control yourself around food you have all the cravings sweet sour whatever the case may be but you're having food cravings at night so if that's you um it's okay. <laughs> You're not crazy. I'm going to give you some actionable things, things that you can do to really turn that around because point blank being like if you are struggling with cravings, it's going to be so hard to see progress and results and you're going to feel defeated and you're going to have more setbacks than you need to. And it's just going to be really hard for you to stay on this path when you're constantly struggling with food cravings and especially in the evening as well. So let's go ahead and jump in. I have some notes here and then also stay tuned because at the end, I'm going to share with you a link where you can go and you can take my food cravings quiz and so you can see where your food cravings are developing and then also, um, you know, just to help you decode and then also fix them. So there is a cheat sheet attached that you will get after the quiz that helps you to fix your issues. So just a kind of a little background, food cravings are both psychological and physiological. And, you know, helping to figure out which ones you're struggling with. And you might be struggling with more than one different reason for having a food craving. But when you understand the root cause of this, you can stop trying to use willpower to push through because you are human and that is only going to last so long. And that is not a sustainable way to live, to always be trying to willpower through these things. So I'm all about let's figure out what the root cause is and let's fix it from there so we can make things easier easier on ourselves. We don't need to be using all our willpower every day just to not have a food craving because guess what? You're human. Eventually you're going to break and that's totally normal. And then I don't want you to beat yourself up over it. So let's dive in and let's get started. So I am sharing with you three reasons for late night cravings right now. But like I said, stick around. I'll give you that quiz. You can do the cheat sheet and this that will help you with any and all food cravings. So first reason is you're not eating balanced meals during the day or you're skipping meals. So when your body is not being given what it needs, then you know what? That's going to manifest into food cravings. Um, it's just 
normal. And a lot of the times what I will see is women are getting busy, whether that they're a stay-at-home mom or they're at work and they're either skipping meals or they're not picking the great greatest of choices that are well-balanced meals. And what I mean by that is, you know, well-balanced of macronutrients, you know, something that is having a good source of protein, some really good carbs that are going to help stabilize your, your blood sugar too. And, you know, in a moderate to low healthy fats. So when you have a balanced meal, that's going to help you to be satisfied longer. It's going to keep your blood sugar stable. Um, You're not going to get the munchies that bad. You know, you're not going to let yourself get to the point where you're hangry. And we all know what happens whenever you get to that point. You get to that point, it's really hard to turn down the foods that are not the best for you. And I don't want you to get in that spot. So I want you to think about this. Am I somebody that skips meals? Am I somebody that's going maybe too long in between meals? Personally, I I do good eating three meals a day with two snacks in between. And that keeps, you know, it keeps me where I don't overeat the next time that I eat. So what I have noticed in the past for myself is if I didn't have my snack at three, then when I got home from work and I was cooking dinner, I was snacking on anything and everything while I was cooking dinner. So once I added that snack about three to four, that fixed and correct that issue. So I really want you to analyze your day and how your eating patterns are and if if, you know, are you making balanced, healthy choices throughout the day that are going to help to give you energy and keep you satisfied? Or are you just eating anything and everything or, you know, grabbing your kids leftover chicken nuggets from their meals at lunch? You know, things like that. Really think about it and figure out if that's an issue for you. And number two reason is habit. Could just be a habit, right? A lot of us are actually all of us are creatures of a habit. 40 to 50% of your day is based on habit. So if you are somebody that at the end of the day, every day you have a habit of after dinner, I'm gonna have ice cream. After dinner, I do this. I, I feel like after like dinner is like this turning point, like what we do after dinner, right? And you know, a lot of us too. We grow up with these habits around food. I'm going to share one with you that was hard for me to break is cereal. You know, I grew up with cereal being kind of a comfort food and that was our dessert too. Like, um, let's see, didn't really do ice cream. My dad does ice cream sometimes after dinner, we do that. But majority of the time is like, oh, you want something sweet an hour after dinner, right before you go to bed, you have a bowl of cereal. That was something that was really hard for me to overcome because that was a habit. And I have linked that, I had linked that to comfort too. You know, so I really want you to think about, are these things habitual? Are you doing things the same way? Are you eating the same sweets? Are you eating them at the same times in the same ways? And what can you do differently? right? One thing that I have found that is helpful is everybody has what I call a kryptonite food. So that is that one food that you can't stop eating, that it's like you, if it's in the house, oh my gosh, it's going down. Like I'm going to eat all of it and it's going to be really, it's really hard for you to control yourself around that food. Well, this is how you fix it. You don't buy it, but not, not just that. Let's take this a step further because this is different than saying, you can't have this, this is horrible, this is bad, like this is something you can never eat again. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I want you to tell yourself, you know what, 
I have a hard time controlling myself around this food. So I'm just not going to put it in the house and I'm not going to make it harder on myself. But you know what? If I really, really wanted it, I can have it. I can go down the store and I can buy it. It's not a big deal. It's not something, it's not like this horrible thing. It's just, you know what? I have an issue around controlling myself around it. So why do I want to put myself in that situation? But you know what? If I want it, I can have it. And there's something about that mindset shift that makes things a lot, it makes it a lot easier because we're like kids still. (laughs) If you tell somebody that you can't have that and you perpetuate that to yourself, that it's bad and you can't have it and it's going to make you crave it more. So we need to have a healthy mindset when we're coming into this food too, because it's making it worse when you're beating yourself up over having these food cravings and guilting yourself around eating this stuff, let's take a step back. In all honesty, food isn't necessarily evil, right? Like you can have something that's unhealthy every once in a while and it's not going to kill you. What, you know, things within moderation, right? And who's to say what moderation is? I think that's such a vague term. You got to figure out what that means for you. But this is about creating healthier habits, right? So we need to learn how to not just do away with the habit because that's hard. It's really hard when you have a habit in place, especially when we are emotional eaters, right? Or habitual eaters in that sense that we do, we have been doing this for the same time. The way the habit works is there's always a trigger. There's always something that initially creates the action, which is the habit. So you can try to get way rid of the action, which is a habit, but guess what? That trigger is still going to be there. So it's much easier to replace a bad habit with a healthier habit, right? Because the trigger is going to be there. And, you know, for example, I had talked to a mom before on the phone um, about her cravings. And one of the things she told me is she said, I have this, I just noticed I have this habit that Every time I give my kids a bath is when I have ice cream time in the evening. And it's like, it's become a habit. Like I go put them in the bath and I go get my ice cream. And so I kind of was explaining this to her and I I laughed. It's like, you really can't get away from the habit completely because the trigger is giving your kids a bath and that's how you created that habit. Well, you have to give your kids a bath, right? Like they have to have a bath. So the trigger is still going to be there. You just need to work on the action you're going to take afterwards, right? So we need to create a healthier habit. And the only way we can do that is by learning first, what is the trigger? What is the first thing that happens that's triggering this habit? When you realize that, you're like, oh, okay, then you can be more self-aware and you can actually change, you can change it. So that's where I would, I would really want you to sit down and think about this. Like, what are your habits around food? Is, is it, is it a habitual thing? Do you do the same, do you do it at the same time? And is it usually the same type of treat? And that's how you will know if it's a habit that you have created. And the longer you have done the habit, the harder it is to change it but that's okay, right? And I'm not saying, you, and the whole point is not about being perfect because I'm going to tell you and I'm going to be in complete transparent honesty, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to um, have a relapse in a sense. Like it's it's not, you're not going to be able to do it perfect every time and that's okay. But the whole point is to get a little bit better, right? To, to, to like have it a little bit more under control and to the point where one day it's not that big of a deal anymore. And then, uh, and that's how you build a healthy lifestyle. It's these little small changes and little steps that build upon 
themselves. You're not going to change everything overnight and it's not going to change in a week or a month. I want you to really think about how you've been living in the past. How long have you been living a lifestyle that is not in uh, align with the lifestyle that you want to live? And the longer you've been living that lifestyle that's not in align, you have to realize it's going to take time to build the lifestyle you want. Um, because you have to change all these habits because like I said, 40 to 50% of your day and what you do is in habit. So that's where we really have to start. Number three reason for late night cravings is willpower. Ladies, let me, let me let you just know how willpower works. And when you realize that you're going to be like, oh yeah, it's not sustainable way to um, go about anything is to always be using willpower. Yes. In the beginning of any changes, you're going to need willpower, but this is why we want to create healthy habits because habits don't rely on willpower as much anymore, right? We got this set in stone and then it just becomes a, a part of who we are as a person. It's our identity. It's our lifestyle. But let me tell you about willpower. So a lot of people don't realize the way willpower works. Willpower is like a battery. And every day you go to sleep, your willpower battery gets charged. But as the, when you wake up the next day, decision after decision, these things that are testing your willpower, it's draining your willpower battery. So guess what? By the end of the day, that is why it is so much harder for us to make healthier decisions. It's so much harder for us not to snap at our kids, at our husband, to not be in a grumpy mood because you have exhausted your willpower. So it makes complete sense that at night is when the cravings are happening, when your willpower battery is shot for the day. Like you're done. <laughs> like you got no more to give. It makes complete sense. So how can we preserve our willpower, make it easier on ourselves? Because this is the thing. Weight loss and getting fit doesn't is doesn't have to be as hard as, as a lot of us think it has to be. It doesn't have to be this super miserable willpower through motivation, motivate through kind of thing. Let's be smart about this, right? Like we don't have time as busy moms for our whole life and, and day to revolve around our fitness and health. We need to make it a part of our lifestyle. We need to make it a part of our day where it's just more of a flow, right? And when we're doing things that are making things harder on ourselves, for example, you know, if you are that mom that is not eating balanced meals throughout the day, you're skipping meals, you're not pre-planning ahead, you're not meal prepping, you're not setting yourself up to win, then you're going to be willpowering through the day, right? We're going to be willpowering through making all these choices and we're going to drain our batteries. So at night, you're going to give into the cravings. You're going to probably have a binge eventually, right? If you're just running off willpower alone. So I want to really encourage you, if this is you, if you feel like you do good all day and you're making all these great decisions, but at the end, like you just, you can't make a good decision. Like it's just really hard for you. How can you preserve that willpower battery just a little bit, right? What are things you can do to set yourself up to be successful? Is that meal prepping? Isn't, is that making sure that you have a healthier treat in the evening? I'm not saying that you can't eat or have some a treat, but let's make healthier decisions on how we're going to, you know, do that treat. Like for example, one of the things that I really like um, is like frozen blueberries is a really, it, it, it tastes really good, like a treat. Um, also getting Greek yogurt 
putting some peanut butter in it, mixing it up with some chocolate chips, um, that some dark chocolate chips, that is a treat for me. Um, mug cakes. Oh, I love mug cakes. Mug cakes using protein powder um, and healthier ingredients. Those things are like a treat. Even a protein bar sometimes every once in a while, like a really good quality protein bar can be a treat. So it's really changing your perception your options it's not saying like oh you should never have a treat it's not saying like oh you shouldn't eat after a certain time or you shouldn't eat at all in the evenings it's like let's make the better decisions you know um and kind of go from there so those are three reasons why you are probably having late night cravings you're either not having balanced meals throughout the day you're skipping meals um you're not having snacks if you're somebody that does better with that um another reason is just out of habit like you know, you got a bad habit going on. You're grabbing for the ice cream at a certain time. I don't know why I have this thing about ice cream in the evenings. It's just because I've heard a lot of women, that's what they struggle with in the evenings. Um, and then the last thing is willpower. Really thinking about how can you preserve your willpower a little bit better? How can you set you set yourself up? You know, like I said, going back, if there's that one food that you can't say no to, don't set your up, yourself up for it. Don't keep it in the house at all and make things a little simpler for yourself. And I do understand as a mom, like we do keep some of these snacks. It's not saying that I never buy my kids ice cream or I never buy them like animal crackers and things like that. I just, you know, a lot of that stuff I keep out of sight for me too. If there's something I know that it's like hard for me to uh, not eat it once I start, then I'm not going to have it in plain sight. I'm going to put it up out of sight, out of mind. I'm not going to drain my willpower because if you're somebody that's making the kids cookies and you're leaving them out on the counter every time you pass by that damn counter and see those damn cookies and think oh my gosh I want a cookie no don't do it you are draining your willpower and that's just something that you want to preserve throughout the day so don't set yourself up to drain it even faster than it's going to be drained already um so those are just little tips and if you are still struggling with cravings throughout the day and just not just at the nighttime. If you are wondering why you're having cravings and it doesn't fit into what I just explained because there's other reasons. If you feel like there's even other reasons besides these three reasons that I shared with you, then go ahead and go over and take my food cravings quiz and get the cheat sheet. You can do that at bit.ly forward slash food cravings quiz. And so let me kind of like break that down for you. It's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash food cravings quiz. I'm going to put it in the show notes. So it's going to be easier if you didn't catch that. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Mama's New Strong podcast. If you found this helpful or enjoyed the show, please leave me a review and tell me about it. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to get started, go over to mamasthenewstrong.com forward slash free meal plan to download your one week meal plan that will help you kickstart fat loss and promote lean muscle, plus help you save five hours around meal planning all while eating healthy with your family. Until next time, go out there and be the strong mom that you are.